0: Thanks for tuning in to Hobbs and
1: Horror Movie Review Podcast.
2: Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Hobbs and Horror. I'm Eric. He's sliding in and out my ass like he's screaming out gutters.
1: Dick bigger than a stick of butter. All right. What, <laughs> what is it? <that? laughs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm Jason.
3: <laughs> I'm <Gavin. laughs>
2: All right. Jason had found a new love. A new song to love. So oh, yeah. that's what you got a little rendition of there. Yeah. Beautiful big singing voice. Big dick, boys. big dick. So we're, we're back with another episode. <laughs> Our movie for the day was All Eyes. Rocking in at a 5.4 IMDb rating. Way, way, way too low. wow uh,
0: way, way, way too low.
3: Yeah, I don't know about I way, would, way, way. I well, would I say maybe way, pretty, way too low. I,
2: I think that's pretty low. Yeah. Before, it, that is low. It yeah. is low. For sure. So, Gavin, you want to kick it off with what this movie's about?
0: Yeah, so, as always, I would recommend that people watch the movie before listening to this. Um, And I'm going to stress that especially uh, for this movie, because what you see in the beginning of the movie is not what you see later on in the movie. So, uh, if you haven't seen it, we're going to completely give it away. So, uh, definitely watch it. But anyway, so, assuming you have... The plot is you have Alan, who is a podcaster, and he has a show where he interviews strange people, people who see aliens and ghosts and that kind of thing. And uh, it goes horribly wrong when one of his guests, uh, who is clearly schizophrenic or something like that, thinks they see something, uh, but it's actually a harmless person, and it goes awry. So Alan loses his podcast. And to redeem himself, he answers a fan letter that makes him go out to the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, to capture a monster, and then things go horribly wrong again, but in a very different way.
2: Perfect. Yeah. So what are what's everybody's initial re- thoughts of this movie?
1: Well, I found this movie based on a, facebook post in a horror group that someone yeah was it you no (laughs) no but i found it it was just it was like one post and it was like somebody i I don't even remember what they said about it but you know what i'll do is i'll look at the comments and if there's enough good people saying like oh yeah this was good then i'll check it out Hmm. and uh that was one of them and i don't know i i feel like this movie needs a little more attention and that's why I decided to use this as my pick because like Gav you've never heard of it before I had not heard of it no and it's been out for what two years sure something like yeah. that so you know I thought this would be a real good kind of hidden gem I love the fact that this movie it's low budget you can tell it's low budget but mm-hmm. they really do a good job with it yeah with what they have they and I don't know if you noticed this, Gavin, but throughout the movie, you there are so many things left to the imagination. Yes. And I appreciate that. Yes. I, you know, not only, you know, obviously there's budget con- budget concerns too. There's a low budget movie. They can't show a lot of things. Um, but I felt like when you leave it up to the imagination, it's, it's so much better no, many times. I I agree. I agree. Uh so if you're
0: uh if you're on Letterboxd, like the top review on Letterbox says something to the effect of my thoughts about this movie are the same thoughts I had the first time I saw Titanic. There are not enough monsters. <laughs> 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 what about Titanic Two or Titanic Three? I don't know. <laughs> but uh so I think that person thought it was a weakness of the movie but i agree with you in that i think it was a strength yeah um correct me if
1: i'm wrong we only really see like the monster's hand well you do see the monster but it's really blurry yeah at the end end, and it's only for like a very brief yeah we never get a really clear shot and but
0: i think that works in the movie's favor Mm -hmm. and we also never see the other team i don't know if they're scientists government agents or whatever they're supposed to be yeah we never actually see them but i feel like this works in the movie's favor not just because of the budget limitations but because it does leave it open of how much of this is don being crazy right or this all being a hoax because if if you know you saw the monster like as soon as they went out to the woods, oh, here's the monster! Right, you lose that. You lose that thing where all of a sudden, like, okay, Don is clearly the monster hunter, mm-hmm. and we don't know that at first. You know, we we'd like to think, you know, if we're watching a horror movie. Hopefully, a monster shows up, mm-hmm. but we don't know. Like, it could just be this guy going through grief and having delusions.
2: <clears throat> yeah, and I want to add that that I think. You know, you guys talk about how they did certain things with... Because of budget constraints. Like, maybe we didn't see the monster as much because of the budget mm-hmm. that they had to make this movie. But I feel like the way they did it, it really did not take anything away from the movie. The movie would... I mean, if maybe if they had thrown the monster in there at the end, you'd have been like, well, that was really awesome. But I don't feel like I got chaffed by the amount, the lack of that in the movie. Right. Yeah, you know? not,
0: not at all. I would rather... I would rather you set it up so there's always the fear of the monster than showing us the monster and failing. Right. Um, and not to say that they would fail. I mean, they could have made a great monster, but I don't know that. And that's a risky run.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, I was impressed by the fact that, like, there really was hardly any special effects in this movie. Right. I mean, hardly at all. I mean, and if you think about it, most of the movie, nothing really happens right it's literally just this you know he shows up at the guy's house and a lot of it um you know Gav, you kind of pointed this out when we were watching it like how much you really like that don character very much and i i think that he really you know the interactions between him and the douchey podcast host (laughs) guy which I, i did not find him believable as being a successful podcaster maybe but I mean, obviously we're not, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, right, 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 but, but you know, like, it's like, he did, he just seemed like a douchey character to me. Um, I, I he didn't yeah. seem charismatic and, at all. And, but, and j- so just to sidestep this, I, I wanted to bring this up,
0: but only you can address this. Okay. Uh, you're the expert here.
3: <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> because me. No, no, no. Like,
0: because you have, For a long time, I don't know if you still do, but for a long time, you did listen to radio shows with, like, you know, Art Bell and Weird Ass, stuff like that. Yeah. And so, like, if you don't find this guy believable, like, Mm -hmm. you would know what that sort of thing should sound like.
1: Yeah. I mean, I remember... There's a few that really stick out in my head. I I don't want to derail this too much. No, but, 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 I mean,
0: I just... I'd give you an idea. I'm assuming... That this character was in some way inspired by that kind of radio program. Yeah.
1: There is actually an episode, like I said, I don't want to derail too much, but I want to mention this. There was a, a guy who called in to Coast to Coast AM one night, and this was what I, so I used to work security for the listeners, and I would sit all night, and I would listen to Coast to Coast AM every single night for probably 12 years. Um, and the one that sticks out to me that was the funniest, There's, I mean, I cracked up so hard. Guy calls in and says, I have a dinosaur <laughs> trapped in my, in my house in a cage. And apparently he caught this dinosaur by throwing a towel over it and wrestling it to the ground. And he got it into like a, a kennel of some kind. So, you know, Art Bell, or I think it was George Norrie, was like oh my god you got it we got to get you've you got to call somebody you got to get like a, a professor or like uh you know somebody to, to see this thing so the guy's like well what do you want to hear it do you want to hear it and he's like yeah yeah He's like hold on and you can hear him kind of like walking down the stairs and everything and it's it sounded exactly what a toy dinosaur like, rawr, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm just like cracking up. And then he was supposed to meet this professor guy at a Taco Bell, <laughs> <laughs>
3: of all places. Of all
1: places, he's supposed to meet, and then and then uh, he got supposedly got back there, and it had escaped. The front door was open, and the cage was open, and the dinosaur was gone. So we'll yeah. never know for sure whether that guy actually had a dinosaur.
0: Yeah, but like that's just, I'm just saying it's like a similar concept where I'm sure that George Nori Art Bell or whoever yeah. I mean they probably think most of the callers are nuts. Oh yeah, but they go with it. Yep. Like you know they're just like we're you gonna play to. this as if this we, we're totally on your side yeah. here. Yep, and that's that's the same thing that that's set it up here. Mm-hmm. So it's that it's that kind of thing. But yeah, but this guy, like I don't know how much of this is him acting and how much is just the way that. That this actor comes across, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, this is pretty much his only film role. So there's like really no way to compare. Are you talking about Don? Not Don, the other, the other oh, the main right. character. Oh, okay. Um, like, this is really the only thing he's done. And so, I mean, I should say, a good credit to him for carrying a movie that, you know, he doesn't have a background in, in well, maybe he does. Maybe he's a theater actor. I don't know. Sure. But he doesn't have a movie background. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, I don't know because he does come across as douchey and unsympathetic. Yeah. And I think to some degree, like, obviously, like, he's supposed to because Don calls him out on that and is like, I don't believe in your act. Yeah. But I don't know because even then later when he's with Don and he's not on the air, Mm -hmm. he still kind of comes across as douchey. He does. Yeah. So, like, I I don't know how much this is an act or This is just who he is. Yeah. Yeah
2: i i thought it was really kind of because you guys are talking about these radio shows too mm-hmm. i thought it was a really great element that they brought that radio type show into the show and i don't know that they did a really good job with this in this movie but there is a certain like horror aspect to just that kind of show like because, paranormal yeah mm-hmm. because if they're if these people are crazy like Obviously the guy more than likely did not have a dinosaur down in his basement. You don't but know by and right, I don't know that. And that's why I say but he probably, we'll never know he pr- probably did not. But yeah. just the idea that these radio hosts or podcast hosts whatever they are are playing on the craziness of these people, you know, their their delusions yeah. or whatever. That can be a really scary thing. Yeah. And I really thought that was an angle they were going to take within this movie, and I wish they would have because I think that would have added a whole other element to it.
0: Yeah, that that's the thing. What I really like and why I gave like the warning up front, which I don't normally give explicitly, is because the first <clears throat> five or ten minutes of the movie sets up what could be an extremely different movie than what you get. Right, exactly. And, and, and they, they don't follow along with that. You know, it could be an entire movie of just him running this podcast, and that could have been like the final act. It could have been like, "Oh, here's what happens when you like
1: encourage people's bad behavior." Yeah, but they didn't do that. Well, and it hit home for me too because you know we, as you know, like we had two two listeners uh, take their own lives after watching Quigley. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so. wow <laughs> sorry wow
0: <laughs> i didn't know where that was gonna go wow yes i now that you say that i do recall you do recall the two i do recall that, that we encourage people to watch quigley and yeah. now we have two fewer <laughs> listeners yes yeah, yeah. oh
1: jeez. you know i i mean you know it is what it is though you gotta you gotta you gotta soldier on yeah <laughs> uh i so i wanted
0: i have i have things i want to say there's so many things that i really mm-hmm. liked about this movie so many things
1: yeah
0: um one and I, and I said this while we were watching it um i love that the movie is a romance disguised as a horror movie and i like i i kind of said it jokingly when we were watching it but it's true it's really true at the same time because like this is don's love story this is yeah this is him you know he's an emotional guy who hides it behind his tough cowboy image but it's everything he's doing in this movie he's doing in memory of his wife um that's always in the background so it's it's kind of cool like when you realize how much he hates alan (laughs) but yet he loves his wife more than he hates alan Yeah. (laughs) yeah like so that's that's cool. And the actor who plays Don, and I'm sorry I don't know his name, but the actor who plays Don, like, it's very good. Yeah, like, he nailed yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. He's he's convincing in every way. Yeah. There was
1: so much like humor in this movie too, that just is and 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 Don, that character is responsible for most of it. Oh if, yeah. I mean it's definitely the
0: strength of the movie.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I mean he may not be the main character, but he is definitely the best character in the movie. Yeah. And uh, oh, what was I going to say about the the horse? <laughs> <laughs> the <Lord. laughs> There's a horse. <laughs> There's a horse. That, that shows up and it's like, he, he claims that he just, it showed up one day and so he built a fence around it. And, uh, but when he cries, when he cries because the horse is gone the next day. Yeah. That just, I loved it. Yeah, uh, like,
0: there's there's a story there, and I don't know what it, what it is, what we're yeah. supposed to take from that. I mean, obviously, the he cares more for the horse than he yeah. admits. Does that mean that it was actually his wife's horse, and he just lied about it? Or, well, this is what or does mean. he just get attached to things easier than he wants to believe? I don't know.
1: Yeah, and, that, and this is where, you know, li- how they leave a lot of things to the imagination. Yeah. Like... Another part that just came to mind to me was when he was about to explain really why he was going to try to kill the monster. Right. And then he gets harpooned through the chest. Yeah. And we never find out. We never find out. It's like there's so much in this movie that is left to your imagination.
0: But again, it works. It works. Like it should be frustrating that Mm -hmm. like you're like, oh, we're going to find out this key piece of information and then we don't. But I'm not, like, mad about no. it. No. Like, I'm... Actually, I feel like, oh, you added another level of mystery that, yeah. you know, makes me curious, but not not angry curious, yeah. just more like, oh, there was another layer to this. So, um, I, th- I feel like that's probably hard to do, but they did it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and if I had to be, give a bi- beef with this movie, oh, I no. felt... That the only thing is, is that I think they had... Like, I, one of you said that this is almost three movies in one. Yes. Yes. And and I felt like what they did is they set up for a really good movie three times and then they completely pivoted over to like movie 2. So like like you said the introduction of it with him having the podcast and the guy killing whoever was down in his basement. That was a really good setup for a really good story but then they could kind of completely pivoted over to introducing don and then don was a really really good story and then they killed don off and yeah. then they turned it into this booby trap thing yeah yeah
0: ab- absolutely yeah i mean i i'm happy with the way it's done like i'm again i'm not mad about it but ab- but they could like i said before like the first part you could have made this the story of this guy who's a podcaster who's increasingly taking advantage of his listeners and then it ends with this tragedy you could do that the second one, there's, you know, entire probably subgenres of people monster hunting. Obviously, there's Bigfoot movies. Yeah. And then, yeah, then the third one, the third part is, you know, the character, Alan calls it the escape room from hell. Yep. But really, like, there's the Saw movies are kind of like that. The Collector is kind of yeah. like that. You know, not to the same, like, this isn't that. This doesn't fall into that whole torture porn thing. Right. But the whole idea of being in a place where like you have to defeat the traps, that is a whole thing in itself. Yeah. And so you're absolutely right that each one of these could have been its own movie. But I'm not mad that they, they, I, that they did it like this where each time you think you've figured out, oh, this is gonna be the story. No. <laughs>
2: it I'm not mad about it either because in the end it was all it was all really good. Yeah. But the problem with it was was that it kind of, like, towards the end of each segment, it suck was really starting to suck you into that concept. Mm-hmm. And then it switched.
3: Mm-hmm. And you're
2: like, so now when I look back at it, I look at it as, well, God, it would have been really cool to see more closure on that part and more closure on that part and more closure on that part. And they just yeah. kind of took it all and slammed it into, I mean, there was too much going on in the movie and it, it was all really good, but it was... Too much in too short of a time. I
0: agree, like this would be super cliche to do this. So like I'm kinda glad they didn't do it. But I you know, Don being the best character, it would have been cool for him to have not been dead and then kind of come back later on in the booby trap part and being like, Oh, (laughs) you know, it's a horror movie, so I'm not really dead. (laughs) I just got harpooned in the chest. And then he like, you know, becomes the hero and pulls through like that would have been cool to kind of bring him back and and tie those two segments together more but yeah i that is that is sort of like going against what you expect because that's how horror movies work yeah is that is that you know people aren't necessarily dead until you see them dead yeah yeah Yeah. i mean
1: if you were to expect everything it wouldn't be a very fun movie to watch yeah so
2: that's true but i just feel like as soon as they had something going, yeah, they kind of switched gears. And, mm-hmm. and that was a little disappointing because I think they had, like, this is written great. Like, the yeah. story behind it is amazing, but it's just, like, I felt like I kind of got cheated on every little yeah. section. I would have liked to see more. They could have made this movie six hours long. Ooh. They were easily, you know. That's high praise. <laughs> you know.
1: You know what my favorite scene in this movie Like Like, I'm not,
0: I don't want it to be six <laughs> hours really? long, but I, but... <laughs> But it's always good to feel like you want more. Yeah.
1: Yeah, what's your favorite scene, Jason? It it I'm really embarrassed to say this because there's so much good scenes in this movie, but literally it's such a stupid scene when he when the guy shows up at the farm and he looks at the horse and the horse looks at him and they have a moment. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I not, don't it's not stupid. I don't <laughs> know why, but that is my favorite fucking scene. I love that they did that. I I do too. I mean, I I feel like moments like that when they do stuff like that in movies where it's almost just like it It kind of is a good signal that the movie that, that this movie they really thought a lot about it they thought about it and they're kind of like winking at the audience yeah like, because
0: like when you're watching it as a movie like it's a funny little moment mm-hmm. but like you gotta think like when they're putting this together when yeah. when alan's like looking back at the horse the second time yeah and he's like oh
3: the horse has looked at me <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. like When they're filming that, he's probably not actually looking at a
1: horse. Right. So he has to, like, pretend that he just made this connection with a horse. (laughs) Yeah. It was just such a random thing to to throw in there. And I I just love stuff like that. It's like that one scene that I don't remember what movie we watched where the guy's like, look what I can do. Yes. What was that?
0: Uh, Oh. Do you remember? uh, Yes. But, oh. (laughs) It was a recent... I mean, it's Patrick Warburton yeah. doing, the, doing the thing. It's in an
2: office oh, and everybody's oh, getting wow. killed. Yeah. That was the butt one, wasn't it? Yeah. Not uh, butt boy. The other one, it was oh, uh, Bad Milo. Bad Milo. Bad yeah. Milo. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's so out of place with the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. But it is a great moment. Yeah, but
1: it's it's, it's it's similar to that where it just seems like really random. They're kind of thrown in there. But I feel like those scenes are what make the movie for me. Yeah, You know? All right, I got I got another weird thing. Sure. Okay. So I don't think we've
0: ever talked about this on the podcast, even though we've had this podcast for like twelve years now. <laughs> um, I, I don't think we ever talked about this. But uh, are either of you familiar with like there's like a literary thing called Chekhov's gun or Chekhov's rifle?
3: Mm-mm, no. Okay.
0: <laughs> this is, I'm going to get nerdy for a second here. So there's this thing, and like I think originally it was it for plays, but it's often in novels or movies as well. And it's the idea that if, like, something is really prominently shown in the first act, it's going to come back around later and play a part in the third act. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Like, the it's called Chekhov's Rifle because if you enter a scene and there's, like, a really obvious rifle in the room. Yeah. They didn't put that there as decoration. Right. At some point, someone's going to use that rifle. Yeah. I didn't okay. know there was
1: a term for that, but, yeah. I've... Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, I, I say this because what I love about it is, to me, I feel like they were doing this with the ashtray. Because they he comes in, and Don's got this whole story like, hey, do you like the Twilight Zone? Yeah. And he's like, I got this ashtray. And, like, they talk it up and really call out this ashtray as if it's some important thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, then whatever happens with it. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing is. <laughs> oh, the yeah, I'm, with I'm, I thought
2: you were going to tell me that that something did happen. No, with it.
0: <laughs> but I think I maybe I'm giving them too much credit. But I feel like this was done on purpose. Yeah, where they're like, "Hey, here's this ash," because like, what's the point of him saying it's from he... this episode of the toilets? Like, there's no reason <laughs> well,
1: for it. And there are examples in this movie where there were things like that. Like they show a close up of him taking his contacts out. Then later in the movie. One of the booby traps sprays him in the face with oh, some that's kind of crap. Right. he uses his contact solution and sprays it in his eyes to get the, the pepper spray or great. whatever it was. out. so they they were cl- keenly aware of what they're showing okay. people for later on. That's a good point because it
0: does explain why he would have something to spray in his eye. Right. But but yeah, I just like I just thought that was great because like I'm I watch movies in a very nerdy way. <laughs> yeah. And 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 so like I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, they're really playing up this ashtray. So like later on, you know, I don't know how it's going to get used. Maybe, maybe he's going to get shot at, and he's going to he pull, pull it out, out from under his shirt, and be like, "Ha ha! Right. I had the ashtray under my shirt." Right. But no, nothing, nothing. nothing, nothing. At all. <laughs> it's just this completely throwaway yeah. moment where they talk about this thing that doesn't have anything to do with anything.
1: Yeah. No. I. I and I don't think you're giving them too much credit because I, like I said, like they did check all the boxes for, like you know, with. Like, they made sure they had a reason for him to have contact solution, mm-hmm. you know, and they had a close-up of him putting taking out the contact. So, yeah. I mean, they they were definitely aware of what they were showing the audience. Yeah. I just think it's funny. Like, I just, I really, lo- I'm
0: sorry to keep going on this, but I love the ashtray because I'm like, is this even a thing? Right. Like, is there a famous episode of Twilight yeah, Zone ooh, with an ashtray? <laughs> like, I have no idea.
1: I don't know what the joke is supposed to be here. Right. Like, it's very weird to me. You know, I... I think this movie, it has a 5.4 IMDb rating. I think it is criminally, like, just, like, who gave this movie a 5.4? Come on. Yeah. Well, apparently, the people. Yeah.
3: The, <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, that's that's democracy for you, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to be giving it more than that. Yeah. Democracy, I think, I think we'll all give it more than that. Do fact. you guys have a favorite favorite part in this movie? I mean, I wouldn't say, like, you can't really pick a favorite kill, because there's really not... No, there aren't it. really, really kills. Um,
0: I don't know if I have a favorite part or favorite moment. I mean, I love I love Don coming out of the woods, and then, with like, his the guy, with
3: his pants. Not, well, they don't
0: show him with his pants, yeah, 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 but, yeah. but the guy over the radio is like, was an old man with his pants? And then Don, like, does this thing where he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Um, but that it reminds... Uh, uh, I got another thing. (laughs) Can I do another thing? Yeah, Yeah, you you can do whatever you want, man. Okay. So you guys know this. I didn't say it so the listeners don't know this yet, but I pre-watched the movie. So today watching was actually my second time watching it. The first time I watched it, I actually, up until at least two-thirds of the way through, I was convinced that this whole thing was a setup by his producer oh like she pulls the letter out of the box and she's like oh this guy wants to meet you here's a check and then he goes out there and meets the guys got to do the blindfold thing there's these weird agents in the woods with the radios but you never we actually see, see them. them yeah so the whole time i'm thinking like oh this is something she did to like rebuild his confidence and stuff of course we find out that's not no at all too right but that that was like and i don't that's probably on me that is probably not on the creator's
1: but that was how I was watching it. I was like, "Yeah, this whole thing is fake." I did find it kind of strange that they didn't show the people that were hunting this thing, like yeah. the, the government, it, it, because I, I don't. Again, I, I know it, it. It goes back to the like not showing everything, mm-hmm. but and it somehow made it better. But I don't yeah. know why because. I mean, he literally comes out the door and is standing next to the truck, and you still don't see him. There's literally somebody in the truck talking to him on a walkie-talkie, and yeah. you still don't see them, mm. and that was just strange to me that they that he would choose to withhold that, but it, for some reason, it really worked. I think it's great. It made it's me great. think, it, it started giving me, like, I started thinking about, like, Men in Black,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, like the the Men in Black, or, you know, just like... Any movie where there's like the secret government, you know, and, yeah. and, and instead of showing them at all, they they choose not to. So your mind kind of just like your mind kind of creates it based on all these other things you've seen, and the best version of it in yeah. your head. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. Like like for me, the I'm I'm picturing. Like
0: the guys from ET, like yes. in the. I
1: was gonna say that and I stopped because it's not a horror movie. <laughs> but you're
0: right. Yeah, I was picturing the guys in ET with the like whatever yeah. the biohazard suits or whatever they are. Uh, that's that's what I picture. But I'm fully aware that I don't know. I don't know if these guys are the government. I don't know if these yeah. guys are some dumbass college kids who are out in the woods. Yeah, I don't know who this group of people is. All I know is they have access
1: to walkie talkies. Not only cool. that, but they going even further when he's listening in on that conversation, like they're talking, they they have number like is HC one or something like that. Yeah. Like for, so, and they're like, how much do you know? So there's this thing going on that the government knows about. Yeah. And I don't know if they're, if these are things that the government, they created in a lab that escaped and they're trying to capture them. You never get, find yeah, any of this out. That's definitely what it implies is that it's like a science experiment that went wrong, but it, they never say that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah. it, I just love that. and None of it's yeah. explained. I mean, it can either, with a movie like this, it can either be really frustrating and disappointing. Like, just like you feel like not fulfilled by the end. Or, like in this case, it just, it's amazing. Like, not amazing, but it really works. Yeah.
2: And I, and I think that's a huge part of what I struggle with because I'm not good at that. And I think the design of this movie was that you were supposed to finish it off in your brain. you know like they weren't showing you a ton of stuff in this movie because they wanted you to make it what you wanted it to be which is a really really clever way of making a movie and i don't think you see it a lot maybe Mm -hmm. you do maybe that's a whole subgenre that i don't know about but i thought that was really i think that's clever but i also struggle with it because i just wanted to see like okay what was the deal with yeah. I don't want to figure it out. You know, I don't want to dream up that solution in my head. I want to see what their vision of it was.
0: That's a good point. And maybe maybe this is not accurate, but I wonder if this is where the difference between Jason and I who watch garbage and you who <laughs> does not watch garbage, maybe this is where it comes in because like we have seen these horror movie tropes hundreds of times. So we know, like, what we're supposed to see, what we're supposed to expect. And so, like, Jason's been saying, like, your brain fills in that gap because it's like, oh, here's what happens in this moment. And your brain hasn't, Eric, your brain hasn't done that yet. Right, You haven't reached the level of garbage where your brain fills (laughs) that in.
2: (laughs) Like, where where it takes the garbage movie and turns it into a good movie in your head. (laughs) Like, pretty much. Yeah, Yeah,
0: but you reach a point where, like, you've seen so much where, like... You see connect even if it's even if they're not intentional. Oh, even yeah. you know, you start seeing connections, be like, oh yeah, this is like how it was done here. Yeah, or or you
1: start to pick up on those. What do you call them? I call it tropes. No, 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 no. The things where they 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 make a point of showing you something because it's oh the, show the Chekhov's rifle. Yeah, like yeah. That like I know I, I do that a lot now. I'm like, oh, okay, so like, apparently this is what's going to happen later in the movie, and then it happens. It's fun when I'm watching movies with Aaron. I always do that. Yeah, and then I'm but. I would say seventy percent accurate usually.
0: Oh yeah, like it it the camera angle will change, so make sure that the audience no, like they let you in on that joke. Yes, yeah, you know. So once you're aware of it, it's it's there for you mm-hmm. to play along.
2: Did either of you, when you watched this the first time, have the feeling that? So one of the things that was going through my head is once the the booby trap stuff all started happening. Yeah, I almost felt like Don had set this all up. To put him, put whatever the main character's Alan. name, Alan, into that booby trap scenario, like this because he hated him, and instead of there being an actual monster, I thought maybe he was just like, I'm just gonna, like, I'm gonna give this guy a run for his life. No, no, I don't, I don't, I,
0: don't think no, so. I never
1: walked. I, yeah, I mean, I think he's just like he, this was his plan to try to capture this yeah. thing, and he was obviously not really cared about, <laughs> cared too much about what could go wrong. And yeah,
0: I think that's a fair interpretation, but that it never had occurred to me that yeah. the Don, I mean Don, clearly didn't like Alan, but I didn't yeah. think that he wanted to hurt him in any
2: way. Yeah, it just it just seemed like once that's once it launched into that part of the movie, I thought, okay, we're never going to see a monster because at that point yeah. we hadn't seen the monster, and then it's when he's in that truck or whatever, and the monster's hand comes up on the window. Yeah, then I'm like, oh. And now we're going to add the monster into the equation. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, they're just taking this everywhere." No, I didn't. So I didn't.
0: I took it at face value. I took it as Don's coming home drunk, and he's, <laughs> and he's accidentally activated the house. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, that's, I took it straight. So. so ratings
2: on this one? Yeah. Are you Guys, ready well, let's for ratings first?
0: I feel like I'm actually going to be the
1: lowest this time. Really? Yeah, I know, right? I'm know. surprised because you you've been really talking.
0: This I up. know. My ratings make no sense. I They don't. <laughs> Neither do mine, no, see, no, so.
2: and this is the problem, too, is I, in the past few movies, I've been teetering up in my ratings, and I don't want to go much higher than I am. Because yeah. you but don't want to be rating do, them higher than us. Yeah, but I do <laughs> think, like, this movie was better than any of the other movies we watched. Wow. Any? So, I think so. Oh. Wow. like wow. Okay.
0: Yeah, so I'll, I'll go first, just because I do think I'm going to be on the low end. When I... When I watched it the first time, I ended up giving it a six. And the reason I did that was because I think it was partially my mindset was just because I was like, I felt like the booby trap thing kept on a little longer than it needed to. Mm -hmm. I'll agree with that. um, This time, because I was familiar with what was coming and the pacing and stuff, um, I'm willing to go up on it and 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 I'll bump it up to a seven. So uh, I know,
1: like I've spent the last hour being like, here's all these great things they threw in well, there. Well, you've, you've been pretty forthright about saying that you to get above a 7, yeah, to, for you to rate a movie above a 7, it has to be pretty spectacular. And yeah. You don't really give out 10s. And that's great. the thing, I would love to give this movie a seven five an 8, I would
0: love to. The only reason I think that I can't do it is just because I don't like Alan. Okay. Like, like, like he's carrying yeah. the movie and I yeah. don't like him. And and again, maybe that's maybe that's actually a credit to the actor. Maybe the yeah. actor is just that good at being unlikable. But unfortunately, because he's the guy that I, like it or not, have to root for through the whole thing. Yeah. I'm not a fan of him. I don't I yeah. even even in the very end, I'm like, I honestly don't give a shit if he makes it out. Right. <laughs> so so that's I think that's why I have to keep it relatively lower and and stick with my seven just because i never connected with him i never Mm -hmm. even even when he tries at the end to redeem himself and be like look look what i suffered for this yeah i still don't care (laughs) so
1: yeah i i am a hundred percent like in agreement with you and my rating is same seven really yeah oh okay like that's what i was planning on is a seven because I think there were parts in this movie that it felt like it dragged a little bit for me. Yeah, I would agree. And that. in retrospect, and after hearing Gavin talk about Alan, and I hate Alan too, <laughs> uh, I think he's the reason for why it dragged. Because as soon as Don is gone, mm-hmm. it's almost like I stopped caring about what happens to this guy. And I, you know, I mean, there are certain things like, we still want to know what, with the monster. We still want to see. Okay, you know, is he gonna? Is he gonna see this thing? You know, what's gonna happen? But I do think like his Alan's lines weren't very good. It was just like his character, and I don't know if it's the actor or mm-hmm. if it's or if it's just how it was written. You know, all the good stuff was given to Don, mm-hmm. and Alan was just not a very likable character, and so the scenes with him alone without Don in it kind of seemed to drag for me when he's sitting there talking in his microphone and stuff. Like, I don't care. You're, you know, like, um, so that's the only thing that would bring it down for me. Um, had they done a little more character development on Alan and made him even a little bit more charismatic, funny, whatever it would have something redeeming, something redeeming. Yeah. Then I probably would have given this a higher rating, but, you know, I do think that the the IMDb rating is at 5.4. is That's no, ridiculous. That's too low. And
2: for what, what they had to work with, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it should have been... I mean, they should have a special like flag for IMDb. Like, this is a low budget flick, so this should be like way <laughs> yeah. higher than that. Because well, what they did you know what's is funny? amazing.
1: What's funny about that is actually when I look at horror movies, anything over... Like, I would say this, this where, it's, where it says 5.4... That's about kind of the, the cutoff for me. Like, if it's 5.4 or above, it's probably going to be decent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's if it's like uh, 4.9 or lower, usually. That's like, where it gets bad. Yeah. That's where it's like, there's probably nothing here that we're going to like. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons that I've really liked
0: transitioning over to Letterboxd, is because, like, IMDB back in the day... Like you only had an IMDb account if you were like seriously into movies, mm-hmm. and now like everybody, everybody has access. Yeah. Um And letterbox is like the new like super nerdy movie thing, and and you'll see that difference because the IMDb general population is like the Marvel movie fandom. Yeah. And I don't mean that as a knock on them because I also I don't mind the Marvel movies, but it's but they're looking for different things. Mm-hmm. Whereas letterbox like. They understand that you're looking for different things in different genres. On IMDB, the movie's a five point four. On Letterboxd, it's a two point nine, but they're but they but their scale's only a five scale. Okay. So when so, you correct for it, it's a five point eight. Okay. So that's still low. I still think that's a low. That's yeah. still low, but they're you can see that they adjust it upward because yeah. it's the, the target at Letterboxd is different.
3: Mm.
2: Alright, so I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to disagree with you on you, both of you. On wow. That, so yes, bring it. I did not hate Alan. Really? Not really, no. He's hmm. like, that's the kind now, of podcaster I strive to now, be. No, this is, this, is, this is the thing of the, with me with Alan. I thought Alan was extremely unspectacular. You said we lost two listeners after Quigley? Yeah. We're going to lose a lot God more listeners sizzle. after I say this.
3: Oh, okay. wow. Well, they made it so this far. I'm
2: yeah. going to use in a, a very well-known show as an example for this. So I feel like Alan was just boring. And I equate this to Seinfeld. Because I, okay. when I watch Seinfeld, if you cut George and you cut uh, Kramer out of Seinfeld, it's just a dumb show. Because Elaine, Jerry, they're not funny. On that show, they're just boring. I don't, and I I think that's the way Alan is. I don't mind
0: Elaine, but I, I will 100% agree that I think Jerry Seinfeld is not funny, even on Seinfeld. Yeah, he's not funny.
2: And so, and I I I think
0: that show is built by the the supporting characters
1: and 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 the jokes by Larry David. I think
2: Seinfeld sucks.
1: Does Seinfeld have a laugh track? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then that's why. Yeah. So are telling me when? To sorry, work.
0: sorry, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> yes, <He> sucks.
2: <laughs> and I don't hate Jerry Seinfeld. You I just do, didn't think it way. was funny in that show. And
0: I love, I love the show Seinfeld. Yeah. But yes. I think Jerry Seinfeld sucks.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: But you do a great impression of Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I do. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this. Really? Oh man! Like what's
3: the deal with bagels? <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> I don't know. Yes. No, yes, I don't exactly know. Exactly
1: it. You did, but you did it. Uh, we were talking about Thundercats. Oh, and you did Panthro. You're like, no. what's the deal with Panthro? Oh yeah, why is he called mm. Panthro? Is it because he's not wearing any pants? <laughs> does he take his pants off and throw them at you? I don't know, oh, <laughs> man. What about I should I should
2: use something other than Seinfeld? Because now we're going to go I on can't do the voice though. So but, yeah, okay,
0: sorry. But so I felt
2: <laughs> like Alan was that kind of character where yeah. he was just not not spectacular, and he, they needed they needed Don, and to, he was a marine biologist. They had to. They had to have Don to, to you know, pop up the show and make it better. Mm-hmm. And and whether that was by design, whether that was Alan's a bad actor, I don't know. But I don't think when I watched it, I was not offended by him in any means. I just don't think that he lit the screen up or anything like that. I was highly offended. That's
0: yeah, I, yeah. I guess I don't know if I've used the word offended. It's just, yeah. but. You have to at least like your main character. Yeah. Now, you don't have to. You don't have to think he's funny or you, you or handsome or spectacular. You have but, to
1: not want him to die.
0: Yeah. See, and I, and I didn't have that feeling. Didn't cross I, the I he was
2: just really, yeah. honestly, really impartial to. If it. you
0: if if Don's out of the movie and then the final fifteen twenty minutes, whatever it is, you're just like well, I'll just sit through this, I guess. Yeah. This guy is whatever. Like, yeah. that's not great. Like, you should... You should no, <laughs> and I... Yeah, at that point, you should have become invested in him.
2: And, and yeah. really, when they killed Don, they should have brought in a supporting something to make it to make that end part better. But, but it, okay, moving on past Alan. Yeah. The other thing, and I think you said it, that I totally agree with is, is that the booby trap part went too long. And the reason why I say that is because of all the segments of this movie that I felt were there, that booby trap part was the most uninteresting to me. Hmm. And and I would have liked to see more of the monster or more of the pre, you know, the the killing in the basement at the beginning of the movie. I would have liked to see them go a little further with those two pieces than to, to have that booby trap thing mm-hmm. going on. Because that was just, I mean... It was it was fine, but it was like eh, whatever, you know.
0: Yeah, my only issue with the booby trap thing is like he gets hit with the I don't know the harpoons or spears or whatever they are, and he just, he manages to pull through that. He gets sprayed in the face. He pulls through that, and it's like for a while it's cool because like he's getting beaten down, but he's fighting back, and then eventually it's just like all right, you're just gonna throw more stuff at him, and it's like the 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 gag runs its course but it keep going after yeah. you've already kind of been like okay so that that's just me but yeah it's i i don't dislike it but it it does feel like they could have cut maybe
1: a minute out of that what i mean you, it's very little but just a little what do you think would have happened if you opened the fridge <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know, and that's
2: another thing. What would have happened if he opened the yeah, break? again? So
1: again, they'd leave it to your imagination, right? Uh, and it's but, but, big, but okay, so what's your rating?
2: So my rating is yeah. going to be. I'm going to go with a six point five on this, and okay. the re- reason I think this might have been, I mean, this was probably at least top three movies we've ever watched, and I think I've wow. given more movies that we've rated a higher rating. But what I what I was disappointed with. This movie is a great watch, but the thing I was disappointed with was that they had a lot of good things going here and I think I think there was a lot a lot of opportunity to make this movie perfect. And this mm-hmm. movie wasn't perfect. Yeah. And there was Everything was set there mm-hmm. for it to be perfect, but the way they decided to do it, I think it just turned out to be good.
1: Do you, Gavin? I know you do a little more research than I do or Eric on these movies. Did the director? A bit. Yeah. Did you see what the director is? Uh, other things he's done? Pretty much nothing. Pretty much. Okay. So yeah, that's so, probably so, a so great first. The the writer the writer director are a team of brothers.
0: Okay, and they have one other movie on their credits which I don't know how easy it is to track down. Like, yeah. it's nothing you've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. So this is probably their first movie that got any attention.
1: Okay. So, I mean, it's this might be just, like, their first attempt out the door. and yeah, right. And it's a damn good first attempt. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. You know, so maybe, the, you know... But yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, putting it in that context, like, the writer-director,
0: like, they're new. They're fresh. hmm um the main actor the guy who plays Alan, this is his only acting credit like yeah. like he has no other movies not even as like guy number 2 you know eating soup like nothing and and the guy who plays don has some it's it's primarily nothing you know he, he had bit parts here and there in low budget movies but you know he's the only one who really has a track record um which which shows i think like, he clearly you know i would hire him if i was looking for an actor
3: yeah uh, right.
0: but 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 yeah i i would definitely give them more credit just because of the fact like they are not nobody here is like super experienced and they made every dollar count i don't know yeah. what the budget was but i it shows that they used everything to its fullest yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah and, and this would be like I would go as far as to say and you guys can disagree with me but like we talked about I think was Terror Firmer our last. Yeah. Episode? Was it? Yeah. We talked about just how good Lloyd Kaufman I don't Kaufman think it was. was. Really?
1: I
0: think our last one was Never Too Young to Die. You're right. Oh you're right. shit, you're right. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so right We we talked yeah. on on
2: Tara Firmer. We talked about how good Lloyd Kaufman is at what he does. And oh, I yeah. really feel like these guys you know, give them a couple more movies and mm-hmm. they're on the They're the ones same, to watch, I Yeah, oh, they're totally. they're on the same level, man. Because they did a very good job in this. There was just I I think my biggest disappointment with this movie is just what it could have been. Yes. You know? Yes. And that I think, and I think that's 100%. a really, really good thing problem to have. Yeah if somebody's biggest complaint is is that well this was a good movie but it could have been a lot better yeah yeah that's a great thing to have a pro. that's yeah. a great problem to have you're i think so, you're 100 yeah. percent right on that like I, this could have
1: been a perfect amazing, amazing movie. movie yeah 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 so i i completely agree as well like like my
0: my issues with it are, are minor yeah they're really minor mm-hmm. and and but if you had just Done it in a different way, <laughs> and you know, and that
2: I, I don't want to scold them. Like, it's not like I know what the hell I'm doing, but yeah. So, we have no movie selected, but I'm going to say that it's my turn to select a movie. I think, and I don't know the name of the movie that I'm selecting, but I'm just going to tell everybody if we can find these guys' other movie, I want to tandem it with oh, this okay, one. cool. So, if we can find that, but what's we, the other one called? I, I'd have to check. Oh, yeah, okay. we're gonna to have to look it up and see if we can get it, but. If that is not possible, Gavin, it would, I believe it. No, it would be your selection. Your no, selection. this was no, my yeah, selection. Yeah. So it would be your selection, yeah. Gavin. Okay. What do you got in Well, place? if we
0: don't find the other one, the next one I want to do is called Some Guy Who Kills People.
2: Okay. <laughs> All right. So so there you go. You have it. We will either do these direct this brother tandem's mo- other movie for the yeah. next one or whatever Gavin just said. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Please don't be offended by my comments about Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld. Or Seinfeld is a great chair yeah. show, and we love it. Yes. it's just that you know <laughs> it was just an example, and uh, so just uh, one. I
0: got in here in oh. time, so we we will be watching their other movie. It's called Home with a View of the Monster, uh, and mm-hmm. it's available on Freebie and Tubi. Oh, so, awesome. so, with, nice. so we can do that. What did, what
1: did that one get? For I am to be very same actually okay
2: oh so it's probably just as good all right nice all right so that'll be the next movie we will catch you on the next episode thanks everybody for tuning in
3: thanks for tuning in to Hobbs and Horror Movie Review
0: Podcast join us in two weeks for another exciting movie review.